Hello and welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 26. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And this episode I've entitled, This Episode is a Bit Crummy. Okay. And uh, you'll find out why a bit later on. We will. We're back. We are after. It's been quite a big break, hasn't it? We are. We are. Not, not like the one that used to be on the BBC. Not with, fortunately, there is no trace Davidson. of Jim Davidson in this podcast. Or, or John Virgo. Or John Virgo. Although I don't mind having John Virgo on the podcast. I imagine John Virgo would be great. Imagine if he was, if he saw Jimmy White going into a shop. Do you think John Virgo would say, oh, look, where's the white going? <laughs> that, that went down well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can tell I'm not much of a snooker fan, possibly. Sometimes, sometimes when the cue ball rolls towards the pocket, he says, look where the white's going. Uh, right, and Jimmy enough. White is a snooker player, so. Okay. Never mind, that, uh, that didn't go down very well, did it? <laughs> um, so, anyway, we have been away for a while. Yep, you went on holiday to you went on uh, to Ibiza, didn't you? I did. I did go to Ibiza. It was a bit of a stag do. It wasn't a, a luxury, luxurious thing. Is there such um, thing as a luxurious holiday to Ibiza? Well, there is when you've got a a sort of near on one year old daughter. Um, because when you get to go on holiday to Ibiza, <laughs> means you actually get some sleep. I think I'm the only person in Ibiza who went there for sleep. Yeah, you just took your slippers with you and some cup of soups and stuff, yeah. Exactly, that's all you need, isn't it? Um, but other than that, it's just been uh, one of those months, hasn't it? But we're hoping we're going to do a few more to catch up over the next few weeks or so. Um, Fisher, just before we get started, um, are you okay featuring on this podcast um, to have uh, receive information from myself which may be of interest to you? I'll personalise the information that I give you to be of interest to you. Are you okay... Are you okay to consent to that? If you don't consent to that, then all you'll get is um, information that has probably got nothing to do with you and you're not interested in at all. Is this another GDPR-related thing? It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Oh, so, the, the best thing about GDPR coming is you get no more stupid emails about GDPR. Well, that's, what, that's what they're saying. But uh, is that really going to happen? I don't, I'm still getting quite a lot of emails, albeit not quite <laughs> as much as I used to. Anyway, um, so are you okay to consent to that? I will consent to that. So you want personalised information? Personalised information, yes. Okay, so are you interested in um, biscuits? Uh, I do quite like biscuits, yeah. That's all right. That's, that's... Well, I have already had my tea tonight. So... Well, that's kind of coming up today. So are you interested in the things that go on in May? The, uh, the events of May, which we've kind of missed because it's now the end of May. Are we talking Theresa May or just the month of May? The month of May. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in Are you interested in uh, funny headlines? Yes, yeah. What about things in the news in general? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. And are you interested in doing today's irregular, irregular feature? Regular, irregular feature? I've prepared it, but actually, no, I'm not interested in doing it, so you're on your own for <laughs> uh, Yes, I will do that. And that's exactly what we've got coming up on today's show. So, drinks. What we're going to get for a drink then, Fisher? I have got some Golden Glory. Um, which sounds a bit rude, but I assure you it's not. And it's made by the Badger Brewery. Badger Brewery. Uh, now, what would be great to have at this point in the uh, podcast is a bottle, a bottle opener. Yeah. Um, which, unfortunately, is on my keys, and my keys are located. Where would you have a guess, Fisher? Uh, I know where your keys are. You always leave them in the door. <laughs> Most people carry the keys around with them. Yeah, well... Not you. Uh, well, I, they're in the door so I can keep locking it and locking it. Otherwise, I'll just, you know, keep them in my pocket. And so what we shall do is I shall go and get the uh, bottle opener. And Fisher, um, what do you want to do? I'm just going to, am I going to hold the fort? I mean, I can maybe talk about Or do about you want to go and get the keys? Um, shall I go and get the keys? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll get the keys. Um, you can talk about Badger Brewery. Well, this want. is the beauty of podcasting, Fisher. We can just cut it. 
No, we're not going to cut it. We're going to, you're going to hold the fort because you said before we started, <laughs> I'll go and get the bottle opener, and you, he didn't do it. So it's go your on, job then. now to continue. Okay. Try and tell a joke about the Badger Brewery surviving David Cameron's Badger Cull. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so it did survive David Cameron's uh, Badger Cull. Um, but this is actually Golden Glory, um, which has got an eagle on the front of it. So this is from Dorset. So me, you know, Fisher, Fisher likes to sort of try and get his um, Yorkshire-based beers. But once again, uh, we've both failed at that. And Fisher's got one from all the way in Dorset. Um, so anyway, this is a golden beer. Uh, it says, Bron- when we, we don't normally talk too much about the taste of it, but it seems we've got a bit of time to fill. Why not? So uh, it's a bronze-coloured beer. It's peach. It's got peaches. It's fruity. Um, Zeste Peaches Balanced Sweetness is all what we're going to expect from this. Now, it's no good to you because you're not going to actually, um, you're not going to actually get to taste it yourself. But it's from the Jurassic Coast, apparently. So this is somewhere in Dorset, the Jurassic Coast. Anyway, sounds like Fisher's actually just uh, undone the door and left the house. Uh, so we'll look forward to him getting back very shortly. Uh, but that's what we'll be having for the beer today. And on with the next part of the show. So as you may hear, Fisher is back after struggling to get the keys out of the door with the sound of it. Was that the case? Yeah, you didn't tell me how difficult it was to get the keys out of your door. Well, it's snap safe. Snap safe, so you've got to have them in a certain, certain direction. It's for not letting intruders get in as easily. Oh. Or, or get out as easily, as <laughs> yeah. we've just found. Okay. Um, or, or be able to open their bottles of beer if they do break into the house and decide they want a bottle of beer. Yeah. They're going to struggle to get the keys out of the door, which has got my bottle opener on it. Yeah. Anyway, so I've done a bit of background on the on the Badger Brewery beers. So how, how was that last minute of the podcast, anyway? Any good? Um, pretty awful, if it like yeah. the rest of it to come, to be fair. But anyway, um, I wanted to do a headline of the week. Now, we, we do this every now and again when we see a headline that, uh, that catches our eye. And one ca- caught my eye in the last couple of weeks or so. Uh, and the headline was and, uh, from the BBC website: "Breath Test Jockey in 114 miles per hour Police Chase." So, is that normal for a jockey to be able to go 114 miles per hour on a horse? Uh, it is quite fast for a jockey, that isn't it? And I didn't know there was even speed limits on a horse, I suppose. But I'm guessing they were talking about a car, which then brought me to think: Well, how did he even reach the pedals? Because jockeys uh-huh. aren't that tall, are they? Uh, jockeys aren't very tall, and notoriously they're very short. Potentially, it could have been a mini. It could have been or a smart car. Perhaps it was a panda car. Oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. All yeah. them like jockey. kids' tyke, them little red and yellow kids' tyke cars. It could have been one of those. Yeah, the jockey might have got stuck in it. Yeah, exactly. So there's your headline of the week. Uh, breath test jockey in 114 miles per hour police chase. So... Uh, apology of the week, very briefly then. Uh, apologies first for not having a bottle opener ready and uh, progressing with our podcast quicker than we have been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Fisher, you, you're doing well though, getting that bottle opener and finally pouring there's a drink. I'm, I'm dying of thirst here. Well, not really, obviously. Yeah. That wouldn't be good for the podcast. Um, but anyway, yeah, I can now, now, now I can actually smell the taste that so I've just smells, been... It smells quite strong, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, the taste that I've just been describing um, to the listeners, I can actually smell it now. Mm. Imagine one day, do you think we'll be able to smell podcasts one day? I'm sure that that must be something they're going to bring out at some point. I mean, I'm, I'm glad your your smell is working, Fisher, because yeah. you might need it later. My own amber scent. <laughs> so you might need this uh, this this smell um, of yours. This this um, sort of thing you've got going. You can smell that straight away. So good, you haven't got a cold. So you're going to need that to utilise that later on today. Is this as well. a reference to something that's going to happen in, as part of our feature? It is, and I've not really yeah. told you much about it, have I? 
Well, I remember last time we were on the podcast, you blindfolded me, you forced objects into my mouth, and then later on you started recording the podcast. <laughs> um, so hopefully it's not going to be the same again. But we Well, that, that last game was called Sniff Uranus, weren't it? And it you was. You were trying to guess what planets um, the smells were that I was putting under your nose. A lot of them weren't even true to, to what the planet should have smelt like, really, were they? Uh, exactly, yeah. For example, I think I put a Mars bar under your nose at one bit, didn't I? Yeah, and some toilet roll with some bleach on it and that sort of stuff. <laughs> which I thought was a bit unfair. Anyway, uh, so that was Apology of the Week, but should we get on with the news? We shall. Uh, so, news, uh, there's been quite a lot going on. Royal Wedding, is uh, that's been the main feature thing, hasn't it, really? Uh, and for the irregular, regular feature, I'm going to do a little thing about who was at the Royal Wedding. So we'll talk about that a bit more in there. Um, well, the key things is, though, did you watch it? Did I watch the Royal Wedding? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't, to be fair. I had a lot, lot of things to do that day, and I thought, you know what, I could do without this. Um, I know everyone's talking about it, um, a lot of people get into it, but what wasn't for me. Yeah. Not, not that I've got anything against two people having a nice wedding. That's fine. I just didn't want to watch that one. Yeah, I've been to weddings before, so I wasn't too bad about watching one. <laughs> you know what happens, don't you? Yeah, well, I'm going to one Friday, actually, so happens. And you've been in one yourself, haven't you? I have, yeah. Uh, as have you. Yeah, um, of course, yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't that fussed about <laughs> Not it, Not to really. each other. We've, we've said that a few times. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I thought it was quite good. Uh, I tried to... Uh, did you feel sorry for Meghan Markle, though? Um, aside from the fact she's married Prince Harry, um, just... There was only one member of a family there, a mother. Just the one? Just the one, yes. As the only member of Meghan Markle's uh, family. I, did, I didn't, I, I know it was just her, I, well, I know that her dad couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realise it was just, just the one member. How come only one member of a family went then? Uh, I think she's also got a half-brother and half-sister, and neither of them just, attended as well. Just hasn't got a big family? Or... Uh, by sounds of it, no. Were they invited? Uh, I think it'd be a bit mean if they weren't. Well, there's no so point in saying feeling sorry for them if they weren't invited. Well, that is, that is a good point, them. yeah. Maybe she forgot to send them. You know how stressy it can get before a wedding. Yeah, I think she's just a horrible person then by the sounds of it. <laughs> who refuses to invite her own family to a wedding. What a disgrace. <laughs> I tried to tell a bit of a joke. Um, what... Did they have uh, suits at the wedding? Uh, I, I think they did. I think, well, that, that, that might be one of the things coming up. Were people in suits? The ah. programme Meghan Markle was in, which I think is what you're referring to. Yeah, was uh, the cast from Suits there? Uh, I believe some of them were, yeah. Oh, okay, but fair I'll, enough. we'll not go into any further details as yet. No, it's fine. One thing I learned about it, because obviously there's, uh, it was meant to be the case that Meghan Markle's father was giving her away, but he didn't. I think there was some kind of thing where he'd had some pictures taken and been involved in the paparazzi and all this sort of stuff, and he found the media attention very difficult. Um, so her father wasn't there to give her away. Well, didn't he have an operation or something as well? Was that something to do with I it? I don't know if he's due to have an operation as opposed to recently had one. Right, okay. Although, although there's nothing to say he can't both have recently had an operation and also be due to have another one. Who knows? Uh, a lot of people were sort of saying that uh, Meg- it's, it's unfortunate because Meghan Markle's father won't be there. And obviously then a lot of people going around telling a joke saying, I know what you mean. Prince Harry's dad won't be there either. Because mm-hmm. obviously that's a reference to James Hewitt being his father. So I thought, I thought I'll, I'll twist that joke a little bit. I said, I know what you mean, because Prince Harry, his mum's not going to be there either. Ooh. Ooh, that, that's, that is exactly... That response you got. That's exactly the reaction I got. I, I, I tried, you know, mentioning that, you know, his mother passed away and so... So is this, now, is this podcast now going to be the place that you try out your jokes before you tell them in the office environment or something? Well, no, I, I told it around and about to other people, and oh, it got a very... Oh, you went on tour with it, did you? Yeah, yeah. So you've gone, you've gone up on your own stand-up tour with one joke. The audience in Coventry, they weren't happy. <laughs> um, yeah, Southwark... Not interested. Um, but as I say, I, I, I tried telling it, fell flat. Every, everyone absolutely disgusted by it. I didn't think it was that. Yeah, I <laughs> it was more just a little a twist on the thing about everyone telling a t- uh, typical joke about Prince Charles not being Prince Harry's dad. Mm. Um, so I decided to try and mention that. Didn't go down well at all. Never I will, mind. I will not mention it again. That's fine. Never uh, mind. 
so the Royal Wedding then, we'll, we'll do a bit more about that later on, aren't we? But what else has been going on? We can talk football a little bit, can't we? Because there's been quite a lot happening with football, although it's kind of going to be taking a brief stoppage for a couple yep. of weeks for the World Cup. So we had the FA Cup final, we've got the England squad. What do you think of the England squad? Uh I, I can't believe he's not picked, you know, Thingy and what's his name? <laughs> Joe Hart, not included. Jack Wilshire, not included. That, they're both not happy about it. Um, but that said, neither of them that good, so that's probably why I've not been picked. Well, apparently the goalkeeper didn't take it to heart, but... Uh... <laughs> um, it's it, Well, it must have been very difficult uh, to choose a squad because he's got some players who are in form, some players who aren't in form. Um, and to me, it very much has the resemblance of a squad who are going to get knocked out in the last 16 on penalties to Germany. Well, this is it. We... We actually, I think having no expect. I don't think many people have got expectations this time, have they? Especially since the last couple of tournaments. Um, and you could say that England don't have really the sort of, you know, the, the, those sort of star quality players like they used to. They, obviously there are, because they're all premiership footballers and you've got people like Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. But you don't have those those kind of big namey kind of players anymore, do you, like you used to? And sometimes with, with less expectations. and Yeah, no Beckham, no Rooney, no Michael Owen, no yeah. Scholes. Lampard, Gerrard, so, you know, it's, it's very different. No, mention of a... We've not mentioned him since we started podcasting, again, have we? John Terry. Oh, yeah, he was a regular... Uh, when, when we first started podcasting, he regularly got a mention most weeks. That's because he was doing something wrong most weeks, yeah. or doing something stupid. Well, he's back. He's not on our podcast in, our, in one of our shirts, is he? I'm, Which I would like to point out at this moment, that Fisher's wearing a shirt with his own picture on it. Uh, that is correct. It's a, it was a present from my brother for my birthday. <laughs> Um, so I thought on this occasion I'll wear it. So John Terry could turn up any moment wearing a also a shirt with uh, with, with Fisher on it. He could do or himself on it. Um, heaven forbid that that would be the case. He'd probably have a picture of himself on there, knowing how self-obsessed he is. But John Terry is back in the news because he now plays for Aston Villa. Yes. And apparently, written in his contract was that if Aston Villa got promoted, he would not play against Chelsea, his old team. As it so happened, he doesn't have to worry about that now, does he? Well, as it so happened, he's now also got his contract that he, next year he won't be playing against Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal. Huddersfield. Other, Huddersfield, yeah. <laughs> various other teams. Um, which is just very much the kind of thing you can imagine that John Terry would have written in his own contract. Yeah. If, if, if you were to say to me, which player do you think has got this written to his contract? It would be John Terry. It would be John Terry, yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, but also, football news, Raheem Sterling's tattoo. Ah, yes. So what, what do you think to this? Well, it's one of those things into the press have got on him a little bit. I mean, it's a tattoo. People uh, have a lot of it, different tattoos, and I think it's because it's a gun, and obviously, just it, it's a it's, it, it looks like it could be violent, but hmm. he's given a reason for for the tattoo, hasn't he? He says he shoots he shoots with his foot because his dad was shot, weren't he? I think something like that. Or uh, yeah. So if anyone wants a bit of background on this, uh, Raheem Sterling revealed that he's got a tattoo of a gun on his right uh, right calf, I think it is, and he said that his father was shot. When he was two years, uh, when I was going to say when he was two years old, when Raheem Sterling was two years old, as opposed to his father being two years old, because <laughs> they would be fairly physically impossible to father a child at that young age, obviously. Um, so his father was shot in Jamaica, and as a result, he's never touched a gun, and he's very much against guns. So he thinks the best way to sort of advocate being against guns is to have a picture of a gun tattooed on your leg, which doesn't really make much sense. No, it doesn't. I, I agree with his right to sort of do whatever he wants, but at the same time, uh, if you've got an iPhone now and you put in the gun emoji... It's a war pistol, isn't it? It's a war it? pistol, yeah. Sensible. So, why can't you, ch- why can't you change that into a war pistol <laughs> instead? I, I understand the sentiment A super well. soaker on his, uh, on his foot. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I understand this sentiment. I mean, but what would you do if I said, oh, well, my granddad was killed in the Second World War, so that's why I've got a picture of Hitler tattooed on my arm. Yeah, yep. true. Good Wouldn't point. sound right, would it? Yeah, I, I suppose so. But they they do get him on him for quite a lot of different things, don't they? The newspapers, they, they've kind of picked him out of all of the uh, England stars to kind of... Yeah, he, he's been both criticised. I was actually thinking of doing this for an irregular, regular feature when I saw some of the things that he'd been criticised yeah. for. But he's been criticised for both going on a private jet because that's snobbish and he's wasting his money on it. And then he flew EasyJet. On a budget airline. On a budget yeah. airline. Yeah, that I got him for flying, <laughs> flying on a budget airline, you tight get. Yeah. And and also, was it for shopping at Primark when he's got so much more money? Yeah, he, and, and Poundland as well. Yeah. He shopped at Poundland. It's ridiculous, isn't it? They, 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 they press sort of jump on him like that, but never mind. Yeah. Uh, you, you've got a really good joke, actually, about shopping at Poundland, haven't you? Uh, I, have I? Yeah, I, I remember you telling me once. I thought it was quite funny. Probably the only one you've ever said that was quite good. Um, you said, it, and actually, it was John Terry. It was shopping at Poundland. Can you remember this? He'd been spotted one one winter um, doing his Christmas shopping and buying wrapping paper and stuff from Poundland. And you said, "Isn't it amazing how the other half live? Eh? I have to shop at ninety nine P stores." Did I say that? You said that. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. That was a, an, an old joke from the vault from Jimbo. <laughs> there. So that's uh, that's been one thing. I used to be the... funnier. Yeah, clearly. Well, that's been one thing in the news. Um, uh, but then we had the, the keeping on with the football, the Champions League final. And yep. what I did like is uh, the people that were sort of criticising Sergio Ramos, who was the one who injured um, Mo Salah. Mo Salah, who we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Not so, so confused with Mo Farah. Uh, oh, I was going to say he won't be able to do any running now, will I? All oh, right, okay. I've got confused again. Yeah. Haven't Another no. old joke, yeah. But, but no, some people, there's been a petition going around saying that he should be punished for um, purposely injuring Mo Salah. <laughs> um, a bit light now, isn't it? <laughs> well... The thing is, did did he mean to do it? Some people are saying, I think he, he brought him down, but did he actually mean to dislocate his shoulder or whatever he did? But then what what did interest me, because I thought, well, of course he didn't mean to, but then what did interest me is a judo society or some sort of um, big judo organisation or whatever um, tweeted their opinion saying, that actually, that is a, a banned move in judo. Is it? That sort of <laughs> arm lock, and possibly for that reason, because it can dislocate some... So maybe... Maybe someone needs to look and find out whether he actually uh, Sergio Ramos does judo. Yeah. Has he got a black belt, or is that like just the, the Alice band that he sometimes wears and his <laughs> hair is black? So he's obviously quite good at his judo. Yeah. We know that. Um, but I think if you think it might not be a genuine uh, thing that he did, whether you think he did it on purpose or not, suggest you go onto YouTube and type in Sergio Ramos red cards and look at the top 10 red cards he's ever received. Uh, and there are some beauties in there in terms of tackles where he's not bothered about getting the ball and kicks the opponent in the face or whatever. He's got some interesting uh, red cards, hasn't he, in the past? Uh, yes, yeah, he's been sent off 21 times, I think, for Real Has he ever bitten anyone? Uh, I, I'm not sure yet. I don't know. Um, which, obviously, Luis Suarez, Suarez did, who played for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I don't know, I didn't see many Liverpool fans campaigning to have him banned retrospectively, <laughs> did you, when he bit people? And also, they, they left the goalkeeper on the floor as well at the end of the game, if you saw that. Yeah, but, I mean... Did... You'll never walk alone, clearly. Is this, just what the, is this just what the video cameras picked up, or the TV cameras? Did they, you know, how... I don't know, but he did make some shocking mistakes, though. Not that he deserves to be left on his own like that, but... Yeah. Well, he only made two. Not that bad, is it? Yeah. It's quite important in the big final, isn't yeah, it? Yes, so the slight problem is when you're in the net. I mean, if he'd have stood on his line for that first goal, he might have saved the ball. Because it wasn't a very powerful shot from Benzema, was it? No. The ball basically just trickled into the net. Mm. I could have saved that if it had been the right position. <laughs> but there we go. Um, but one thing that also I've seen in the news on a slightly different topic, um, and also when we slag off Raheem Sterling in the press, people actually forget to mention that he donated quite a lot of money to um, the Grenfell Tower um, recovery efforts uh, and trying to donate to uh, the charity in relation to Grenfell Tower. And one thing that sort of interested me in the news was that they'd, done a, they'd released a report um, in terms of the Grenfell Tower disaster 
And do you know what the report said? I'm guessing it said that the the building was not safe enough, efficiently safe enough. Uh, it sort of said that, yeah. But it didn't actually recommend recommend that we should ban combustible cladding on the outside of a building. How on earth can you actually do a report on something where I think about 70 or 80 people died, and they died as a result of the building that they're in setting fire on the outside because the cladding was combustible, and conclude that you wouldn't think about banning that outright? Did it say, did it have any other recommendations? Uh, I don't know. But straight away the government had a look at it and said, I'll tell you what, we're going to, we're going to consult and try and ban it anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's quite rare that our government does something quite good. Yeah. Um, but also there was another story in terms of tower blocks as well, if you saw this week, um, where a French, well, in France, there was a baby hanging over the side of a balcony. If you saw this, did you see this? It's the one that's been described as Spider-Man, isn't it? Spider-Man, yeah. Uh, because he's climbing up, isn't he? Which... Which just confused me a little bit, because if you watch the video, there's a man already holding on to the, the child, isn't there? Yeah, why don't he pick her up? <laughs> he, he was holding on to her. Yeah. So And it also said that the, the child... Was it Michael? It wasn't Michael Jackson, was it, hanging his baby out the window again? Well, oh, imagine, yeah. Fortunately, he's not around Fortunately, now, he's so. passed away, so... Uh, well, so, 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 so that's a bit unfair. I said, fortunately, he's passed away. <laughs> um, well, yeah, he's passed away, so it, it wasn't him. But uh, this fellow was actually an immigrant from Malawi, or Mali, I can't remember which, Um and he's been granted French citizenship uh, as a result of that by the president. I, I suspect the French people weren't that impressed when he managed to use the same skills to climb over the fence from Romania into Bulgaria <laughs> and get entry into the European Union, surely, but uh, but there we go. And did you think now people are going to use this as a, as a way to get, gain immigration? Think, Good deeds what, and all that. Yeah, I tell you what, I want to get my brother uh, citizenship here. I tell you what, I'll dangle my son over the uh, over the balcony and see if, you, see if my brother climbs up and saves him, then we're sorted. Yeah. Do you think that's quite cynical, that, isn't it, though? It, it is, and there could be something... Could, there, what else What else could be done? What what other magnificent acts could be done? Um, putting out... Oh, the actual, are we going to go from Spider-Man to Batman, you know, Superman? Yeah. Banana Man. Banana Man, yeah. People can eat bananas very quickly <laughs> and, and solve crimes. People can get chained exceptionally quickly in telephone boxes. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Uh, which sort of reminds me, actually, this podcast is going up against Britain's Got Talent, isn't it? Because that's on... It is, yeah. Although, uh, that's on right now, now, is it, as we speak, probably? Yes. Okay. Although, if you saw last night, they actually they went off air for about five minutes okay. when they lost trans- uh, transmission because it was raining really heavily. Right, okay. Interesting. Not, none, of this, none of this... Actually, they went off air because, unfortunately, uh, Deck wanted to open a bottle of beer <laughs> and they were connected to his keys that were stuck in the door that was very difficult to take the... Why didn't we out. just say it were lightning all along? We should have done that, yeah. We should have done better. Can we go back and edit so that So was this the one where Deck was on his own? It was on his own, yes. Ant wasn't around. Okay. Ant was, Ant was on the roof of the building, sort of fiddling with the wires and trying to cut <laughs> transmission out, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he presented it on his own and did, did very, a very good job. Okay. Um, so, have we got any, anything else? The, the last thing that I, I think that might be everything. I think the only one, one more thing I can think of is, uh, and again, not a particularly pleasant story. Well, they is, never are, are they? This is why some things make the news. But... Uh, unfortunately so, but uh, there have been a number of people that have passed away at a music festival. Do you know what the music festival was called? No. Uh, the Mutiny Festival. Okay. I think of, of all the ones you could possibly go to uh, that have to get cancelled because too many people have died, I think, why can't they just call it like the Friendship Festival or something like that? Give mm. it a slightly nicer name, a bit more of an upbeat feel to it. And do you know, do you know what the reason was? Apparently a batch of bad drugs is, is right. what's been suggested. Um, a music yeah. festival? Surely, surely not. <laughs> As opposed to those good drugs that have been given out that just make people a bit like happy and stuff. Oh, I don't know. So that's not, not a very good story all around, really. Finally, uh, I, the last thing I saw was today, actually, a stolen golf buggy was stopped at McDonald's drive-thru in North Yorkshire. So somebody oh. um, got a little bit too drunk and decided to steal a golf buggy and drive it through the, the drive-thru. Did we have a discussion about this not too didn't, long didn't ago? Have, didn't have a, I was going to say, on the, last, um, on the last episode, didn't we mention... 
um, someone trying to take an electric scooter through a drive-thru. And there was, the, the, it was part of one of the features, wasn't it? One of the yeah. regular, regular features or something I can't like quite that. remember what it was, but... Um, oh, was it to And do we with... were talking about whether you could could you walk through or run through a drive-thru yeah. or go on a bike or... It was to um, do with health and safety, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. But somebody actually, yeah, tried to take a golf buggy through McDonald's drive-thru while drunk. Um... I mean, can you even, it's a golf buggy, can you get done for drink driving on a golf buggy? It's I don't know. isn't it? Does it have to be above a certain, I don't know, it's interesting. What did they try and order? Was it the golf club sandwich? <laughs> I imagine so. So, now, it's the end of May, and we haven't done, have we even done one podcast in May? I don't think we have, have we? I don't know, I, I think. I think we... I think our 25.5 episode, which was the, our sort of pretty rubbish guide to Yorkshire before the tour to Yorkshire. <laughs> which is a lovely place, I <laughs> um, we, That was in May, but we didn't actually cover May too much. So I thought we need to mention May because in April we talked about the events that were being celebrated. We didn't celebrate any yourself, but we talked about them, didn't we? So we need to do a bit of a catch-up because it's June very soon and then we'll have to talk about June. So I thought, while it's still May, let's squeeze in a little bit of the things that have been celebrated in May. So did you know then, May is a walking month. Have you done much walking in May? Uh, I, I went on a Segway yesterday. That's not walking. Uh, it isn't, yeah. <laughs> uh, normally, normally I do quite a bit of walking. This, but this yesterday... is a nice segue into the next part of the show, obviously. It is, so. yes. If you ever get a chance to go on a Segway, it was very good. Uh, so I did do a bit of walking yesterday, but I also went on a Segway. So. They're a bit like bikes that have got, like, that have got... I don't understand how... I, I, I look at them and I think, how does it even work? Because they look like those type of things that just flip over as soon as you start because it's only got... The two wheels are joined together. How... Yeah. How... They're joined together on a bike as well, aren't they? Well, they are, yeah. but I, in my head it doesn't... Do you know it, what I mean? I've never done any skiing, but I imagine that's what it must almost feel like because you sort of okay. lean forward and the momentum takes you forward. All right, they'll, and then you lean idea... back to stop, or yeah, uh, well, yeah. If you stand up straight, you stop. And how if you do you lean steer? Back, you're just, just steer. Just steer. Use the handlebars to go to the side. Right, it was really, okay. really good. Um, I have to give it a try. Bizarrely, I was stood round like with the instructor telling us what to do, and all of a sudden my segue just fell over <laughs> on its own. The only one. And you weren't on it at the time. I wasn't on it. No, I stood next to it, and they had to go and swap it for me. And that was at Showed Forest, wasn't it? It was at Showed Forest. What would Robin Hood think um, if he just, you know, sort of came back from the dead or whatever happened and then he saw these segways flying past? I was going round, I was robbing from the poor, giving to the rich. Is that right? Is that what he did? And he probably didn't yeah. think, do I, do, oh, I, no, do I take these from these people and give them yeah. to somebody else? <laughs> surely, surely a sign of a rich man, so he should be taking that off and giving it to the paupers around Showed Forest. Well, I mean, that was this is for walking mum, so you've you failed there already. I suppose you had to walk to get the segway in the first place. No, I drove. All oh, right, fair enough. Uh, next, uh, Stroke Awareness Month. Uh, so, has anyone stroked you at all? Nobody stroked me. Do you fancy a stroke? Uh, I do not. Not uh, any type of stroke. Not even when I'm blindfolded. No, okay, in fact, never mind. So yeah, it's just Stroke Awareness Month, and they always say you've got to. It's, it's act fast, is it? For strokes? Act fast. Yeah, there's like a, a thing in there. There's like a, 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 a letter thing in there that you have to. Yeah, F A S T. Oh, yeah. there you go. Act fast. That's the whole thing. And you look for the face falling on one side. Yeah. Um, yeah, all sorts of things to look out for. We really hope that anyone who's listening to this is not currently having a stroke and is listening in the hope that they get some medical assistance. <laughs> because if, if if that's the case, please go onto Google I once, and type in what to do if I'm having a stroke. I once read that every, everybody us. has really, really tiny little strokes every year. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. We ha- that the human body, you have a, little, a mini yeah. stroke. I don't know if you ever notice you're having one or, you know, when you never have a moment, you say, oh, what was that? I wonder if that's a mini stroke. I don't know. It could be. Never mind. Um... I'll make sure I'll stroke my cat this month, though. That might be the nearest thing I get to I get to do in terms of stroke. I don't think stroke awareness month is about having a stroke to be aware of it. I think it's about looking out for the signs of a stroke. 
And understanding what the FAST acronym stands for, probably. Exactly, which I will research after this. Uh, Zombie Awareness Month. I've never seen a zombie. Um, Albeit, I've seen a few people that look like them. Yep, so Zombie Awareness Month. um, If you see uh, somebody having a stroke, it might not be somebody having a stroke, it might just be a zombie. Okay, so that's that's slightly offensive towards people having strokes, to be fair. And and I think it's probably time to actually just say what the FAST acronym stands for. So, FAST, F for face. Has the face fallen on one side? A for arms. Can you raise your arms? S for speech. Is your speech slurred? Can they raise their arms? Well, yeah, if, if you can raise your arms, that probably means you're not having a stroke. But the person you're looking at whose face has fallen can't raise your arms, they might be having a stroke. And is their speech slurred? Which, if you listen to our podcast, you, know, you, you might think that there <laughs> might be an issue. And we don't call, don't contact anyone. We're fine. Yeah, we are fine. Even if our enunciation is not as good as it could be. And then time. If you notice any of these signs, Called 999, which isn't really anything to do with time, is it, to be honest? Not really, no. But never mind. It's time to call 999. Time to call 999. Okay. Uh, and report that someone's having a stroke. Are they, are they demonstrating the, the fast symptoms? Well, they're demonstrating F, A and S. The T one is just like me ringing up, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> so that's what should happen if, if you ever see someone you think might be having a stroke. Not sure what Zombie Awareness Month's all about, really. Um, I don't think zombies actually really exist. So no. I won't worry about that one. Um, National Donut Week. We're doing that to celebrate just now, aren't we? We're just generally yeah. being donuts all the time. Yep. So that's fine. Your favourite type of donut? Have you got a favourite type of donut? Uh, well, probably. Oh, do you like Krispy Kremes? Uh, Krispy oh, yeah, Kremes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, particularly like chocolate or toffee Krispy Kremes, mm-hmm. I would say. Any Good. of those ones. Yeah. Donut with a hole or no hole? Uh, I, I, I don't like a hole, to be honest. I would, I'd rather it was full with either, with either chocolate or jam or custard. Custard's alright. I just like. No, I'm not, I'm not too bothered about the filling. I just like them really sugary, and then to dip them in something. Really, the, the seaside donuts—they're the best ones. All right, okay. Um, I had some the other day. Actually, I went to Cleethorpes. Never mind. Uh, bad breath day. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm sitting quite close to, to Fisher, and um, and you're sitting quite close to me, Fisher. Yep. We're probably celebrating that as well, aren't we? I've had my tea not long ago, and we're both drinking some quite quite um, strong beer. Quite yeah. strong beer today. What's strong tasting. But that was 10th of May, Bad Breath Day. Uh, Food Allergy Awareness Week, it's been that. National Vegetarian Week, National Smile Month. Uh, We're probably not helping you celebrate that if you're listening to us today. Uh, Foster Care Fortnight. What what did you have? Fortnight? What decides the difference between having a week, a fortnight, and a month for your celebration? And I don't think that's drinking fosters for a fortnight. It's uh, it's about foster care, that one. Yeah, taking people in on a short-term basis, which is very good. Sun Awareness Week, so just being aware of the sun. Yeah, it's always there. If you just look up, look, look if you look up, if you never, never seen it before, if you just look up, it's it's been up there quite recently, yeah. actually, hasn't it? If you go to Liverpool, they never sell it though. And I <laughs> apparently, I, yeah, exactly. And I imagine as well, uh, sun. It's about sort of looking, making sure you you're putting sun cream on and all that kind of thing, but not yeah. staying too long in the sun. That's what Sun Awareness uh, Month is about. If you look directly at it, there'll just be a picture of Raheem Sterling on the front. I think is one of the other key things. So be careful. Okay, uh, dying matters week. Uh, well, I'm not sure on that. Dying obviously does matter to the your friends and family. And British Sandwich Week. Uh, uh, that was last week. So, did you have a sandwich last week? I don't know. Can you fill us in on that one, please? <laughs> uh, and it was also Walk to School Week. Uh, this is interesting. It was Walk to School Week and National Missing Children's Day at the same time. Oh, so, right, if you okay. are going to walk to school, great. Celebrate that by walking to school, but don't go missing. Yeah, make sure you actually go to school. Strange that those two back. things are celebrated at the same time. But, for our next little feature... It is today, Fisher, the 29th of May when we recorded this. It is National Biscuit Day. Please. Which brings me on to our game, Fisher. 
And you remember we did a bit of a sort of smelly sort of game not long ago. Well, I, I want to do something like that again. So today's game is called Sniff, Lick or Fondle. Okay. So what Jeez. I've got for you. <laughs> What's up? Again. What's up? Seriously? What? Why? Oh. Sniff, Lick or Fondle. We, we, it's, it's biscuits. You like biscuits, don't you? I like you biscuits, said you like yeah. biscuits earlier. Yeah, but too early. So if you could pop your headphones on for us, please. They're already on. Okay, uh, and your head, uh, over your headphones, you've put the blindfold, blindfold on. Blindfold, okay. Yep. Is this your blindfold, by the way? This is my blindfold. It's a uh, leopard print blindfold. Mm. Well, I know I know you like wearing blindfolds. You wore one in the last episode, and your wife says you like wearing them, so... I can't, I can't actually get this on. It's worth pointing out. <laughs> you might want to take the headphones off first, and then put and then put the blindfold on. So what I've got, then, is eight biscuits. Fisher has got the choice, and he's got some lifeline. Well, he's basically got the choice. I don't want to make it too easy. He's going to be he's going to be trying to identify what these biscuits are, basically. Is that all right, Fisher? Well, you're on a slight problem. Is that I don't actually know where my microphone is now. No, you, I, I generally can't see anything. Well, you're doing all right. So I you, think I'm speaking. Now, the way it's going to... I don't want to make it too easy. So to identify these biscuits, you've got two chances to sniff a biscuit, two chances to lick a biscuit, and two to fondle. And is that only six? It's six, isn't it? Well, two add two add two is six, yeah. Yeah, okay. So sniff, lick or fondle. And there's eight possible biscuits. I'm not going to pick them all. I'm just going to pick a few. Is that okay? But right. you've got the option. You've got six chances. And you can two of them for sniff, two of them for lick, two of them fondle. <laughs> so it's up to you. If you want to... You've got to decide that how... Because you can't... I'm not going to let you taste, eat and smell every one of them. Because it's too easy. You'd know what they right. were then. Okay. So the first biscuit then, Fisher. Yeah. Would you like to sniff, lick or fondle? I'd like to sniff it. You'd like to sniff it, yeah. okay? So here is a biscuit to sniff. Uh, do you, you want to lean forward for sure because you're not allowed to fondle this one. That's uh, why it's right, called okay, sniff. Yeah, sorry. Well, where about so? Here? If you lean forward, uh, that's too fox. Come, come <laughs> bit this way. <laughs> you really can't see. What do you mean this way? I can't so, see anything. So go to your right. Yeah. And then lean forward. A bit more forward. Keep going. Now sniff. You're basically just banging a biscuit against your nose here, aren't you? <laughs> so what do you think that was? <laughs> well, it smells... What, what kind of biscuit do you think that is? It smells like one of those... Um, I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's like a jammy dodger, but it's not a jammy dodger. It's like got a circular bit in the middle of it. So do you think it's got, do you think it's got jam in it, I then? think it's got jam in it. Well, you would be incorrect, I'm oh, afraid. Okay. No, it's not, it's not that. It's actually... A custard cream. Is it? Oh, yeah, right. it's a custard cream. So, do you want to know a little bit about custard creams? Uh, I can tell you for a fact I don't want to eat that one because it should be up my nose. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be eating that. That'll go Sorry, in the I, bin, that one. I, I'm not sure if anyone heard that joke because I don't know if I'm speaking as a microphone or not. So, a custard cream in 2007, a poll of 7,000 Britons, uh, 9 out of 10 uh, voted custard creams as to be their favourite biscuit. And in 2009, it was ranked the 8th most popular biscuit in the UK to dunk into tea. There you go. Well, Somebody made the largest custard cream in the world, uh, certified by Guinness um, World Records in 2010, by amateur biscuit maker Simon Morgan and chef Paul Thacker. Um, <laughs> Morgan and Thacker. Um, Fat Thacker, is that his name? At Chino Latino's restaurant in Park Plaza, Nottingham. Um, and yeah, it weighed 15.73 kilograms, which is 34.7 pounds, and was 59 centimetres, 23 inches long, 39 centimetres, 15 inches wide. Uh, and 6.5 centimetres, 2.6 uh, inches high. All right, not... It was auctioned, though, for children in need appeal so and donated to um, different charities and things like that as well. When you say donated to charities, 
If it was like for the homeless one, just give them the actual biscuit. <laughs> I suppose that would be a good idea. It. So next then, for sure, you didn't get that one right. I Do you want not. to sniff, lick or fondle? Uh, Bear in mind, you've only got I'll, one sniff left. I'll fondle, please. You're going to fondle. Okay. Yeah. So, here you go. Uh, which one do we want to fondle? We'll, we'll fondle this one. Ooh, that's, that's got chocolate on the outside, that one, I think. Chocolatey. Feels, feels, sorry, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm talking to Michael. Feels Fish like chocolate. Cu- Fish is currently fondling a biscuit of my choice. Yeah. I'm fondling a, a big brown stick that you put in my hand. I can feel, I can feel chocolate on my fingers now. <laughs> so, can you take it off me, please? What so, are we going for? Uh, well, I don't know. It's... Well, I can't taste it. I want to lick my finger. This chocolate off my fingers. If uh, it, it tastes like it's a uh, a chocolate you're finger, not taste- oh, sorry, you, no, it, it feels you're like you're not allowed to taste this one. Sorry, it feels like a chocolate finger, but it's not long enough or thin enough. I would say. So no, kind of- it is a chocolate finger. Yeah, okay. albeit it's not an official chocolate finger, which is right. might might be slightly differently oh, shaped. But it round. is a chocolate finger. Well done. Uh, as of late 2012, the Cadbury's Fingers brand is worth 40 million and is number one brand in special treat biscuit sector. Each finger contains 30 calorie- calories. Um, so there you go. And uh, Cadbury described one serving is having four of those fingers. So if you ever find yourself eating more um, than four chocolate fingers at once, now I admit, sometimes I can do a box all in one. I don't, You're having I don't, way I don't, too much. I don't want to know how many fingers you can have, Jimbo. <laughs> Next then, Fisher. Do you want to sniff, lick or fondle? I'll, I'll go for lick, just so I've used one of each. Okay, so here you go then. Uh, so you're going to have to stick your tongue out, stick my tongue out quite far here. Hey, now that now. <laughs> can you describe what you've just been licking? I've been, I think I've been licking a red ring. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> what do you think it is? I think I've been licking a jammy hole. Oh, where uh, you go? So I, I think it's, I think it's, I don't know if it is a jammy dodger or it's those like jammy dodgers with a circly bit with a bit of sugar on it. Well done. Play. Quite specific there, yeah. It's not an official jammy dodger, but it is a jammy dodger. Knock off, I suppose. I've seen, uh, I've seen them in like packs of biscuits that you get that used to have at work. Yeah, get you. I don't know what they're called. So yeah, you managed to find the uh, jammy centre there for sure. Cause so good licking, well done. <laughs> um, we've practiced this before. Uh, uh, 2009, uh, the Jammy Dodgers the most popular children's sweet biscuit brand in the United Kingdom, with 40% of uh, the sales consumed by adults. So f- adults really like the Jammy Dodger as well, but. Um, apparently the most popular children's biscuit brand. There you go. Next then, would you like to sniff? I'll, uh, I'll sniff again. Lick or fondle? You're going to sniff, sniff again. again. Okay, so what should we go for this time then? Uh, let's go for this. Um, this. This is wrong, this. I can um, give you a clue if you need any clues. I might need one. I, I can't. Okay, you've mentioned this biscuit before. In one of your in one of your features, in one of your I, I can't ima- I can't remember which feature it was in, but you've mentioned this before on the podcast. Um, it was created oh, accidentally. Malted milk? No. Oh, oh I don't. I don't know. It was I can't created remember. accidentally. It wasn't meant to happen. Bourbon? No. No, I can't remember. It's. I, I, I speak that much rubbish in these podcasts. I can't remember what I'm saying at the time. It's a chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate. Oh, right, of course. Do yeah. you remember? Yeah. You remember saying about this one? So yeah. it was invented by a lady who uh, basically she was trying to make something else, wasn't she? And she put um, all of the sort of um, ingredients together or something like that. She tipped some chocolate chips in, didn't she, to try mm-hmm. and melt them to make chocolate yeah. biscuits. But they stayed as chips, didn't they? And yeah. ended up being chocolate chip cookies. So that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. That was in 1938, that was. Um, excellent. Uh, so next then, uh, how many have you got left? You've just, is that your second sniff? So you've used all your sniffs. So I've got you've a... got 
I've got a feel and a, and a lick. You've got so a feel. You've got like a fondle it. and a lick left. What do you want? And a lick, yeah. What are you going to go for first? I'll fondle, please. You're going to go for a fondle, okay? Yeah. So have a fondle of that one. Well, that's soft and hairy. <laughs> um, oh no, I can tell what that is. I can tell by the shape of it, and I can tell by the by the ridges in there. That is going to be a bourbon. It is well done. It is a bourbon, and you're right about the sort of ridges and the things you can feel in there. Um, can you take it off me, please. Because <laughs> I'm currently just sat with a biscuit behind me, blindfolded. Because bourbons, um, yeah. So 2009, a survey found that the bourbon biscuit was the fifth most popular biscuit in the UK to dunk into tea. Bourbon biscuits need holes in them. They're the things you were feeling there. That during the so that during the baking process, steam can escape, uh, preventing it from cracking or breaking. There you go. So you've got one left. It's a lick, isn't it, Fisher? There's a lick. So I've gone for this one, uh, and it's it could be quite controversial. This one. So Fisher's just about to lick. <laughs> That's not licking. That's just like you shoving it on my tongue. <laughs> I'm making sure you get some good taste. <laughs> it's, I can taste chocolate. Is it chocolate digestive? It's not a chocolate digestive. Do you want another lick? Do you want a bite of this one? No. Go on, have a bite. Chocolate off knob. Have a bonus bite. <laughs> oh, that's a, I was right, it's chocolate. <laughs> and it's, it's not biscuit, it's chocolate, it's sponge, it's Jaffa cake. Ah, there you go, well done. Which is controversial, isn't it? Yeah, because it's cake, not biscuit. Exactly, and actually, uh, the, the thing you about... Do you know the differences? Well, I can tell you that the product's classification as a cake or biscuit was actually part of a VAT tribunal in 1991, so it was actually went to court. I know, I've passed my accountancy exams. Well, the, you, this came up in your exams, did it? Uh, well, not that specifically, but I'm, I, I heard about it, yeah. Yeah, so it's considered a cake for tax reasons. Mm-hmm. There you go. And do you know why? Why? Um, because you don't pay that on cakes as where you would if it was a chocolate biscuit because it's a luxury item. Oh, and cake's not a luxury item. Cake's not luxury items, no. We well, think they were. Why? Do you know what your definition is of a cake and a biscuit? Go on, then. Um, when a cake goes stale, it will go hard. As where a biscuit, when it goes stale, it goes soft. And Jaffa cakes, if you leave them outside for a few days, they will go hard and not soft. So okay. And not a biscuit. There you go. So that was <laughs> Sniff, Lick or Fondle, the biscuit version. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll do more Sniff, Licking or Fondling another time. Maybe after, we'll choose something else. After the podcast. You can take your... <laughs> <laughs> you can take your blindfold off now, Fisher. Thank you. So there you go, Fish. How do you think that went? Uh, it's not very nice. I've now got a bit of biscuit up my nose, so I didn't enjoy that. Well, you can have those biscuits if you want. Um, nobody else is going to want them now you've been uh, sniffing, licking or fondling them. Now, that, now they've been inserted into various parts of me, yeah. Just out of interest, did you enjoy sniffing, licking or fondling the most? Uh, probably licking, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and... you got some taste out of it then. Yeah. Do you think it would have been too easy if I'd have said... Uh, just taste each one. I think so, yeah, probably. <laughs> I got the bourbon one, so yeah. just from feeling it. Yeah, I think from tasting it should be okay. Okay. But, so um, we're going back to the Royal Wedding, aren't we now? We not, are. not, not actually, because nobody there and we didn't get an invite. And if we did, we've received it late. But we're not, we're not going back to it. We're actually just going to talk about we're the Royal Wedding. We're going to talk about the Royal Wedding. And uh, in, in, in a game I've created as part of our irregular, regular feature. Has it got a name? Um, has it got a name? Not you, yet. I, you always do this, don't you? Whenever I say have you got a name, you always think, damn, I've, ne- I've not thought of a name for it. It's so you, c- could you not think of something like, I'm creative with my name ideas? Uh, it's called Invite or Outvite. Invite, oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, so, were they invited to the Royal Wedding or were they not invited to the Royal Wedding? And that's an Outvite, so I've, <laughs> so I've now decided. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm basically going to read out names of certain people. Some of them are invited, some of them weren't. And see what you see what you think. See how many you can get. I do. I, I think from just following the gossip, I might be able to get some of these anyway, but not all of them, obviously. Okay. So, 
Uh, so first one, um, Mohamed Al Fayed. Ah, now uh, I don't think he would have gone because I don't think he's too keen on the royal family, um, particularly after what happened with his son Dode and Princess Diana. Obviously, I think he was involved in a bit of an, a fight with them and accused them of quite a lot of things, didn't he? But it I did hear he's going to be apparently is alleged to be taking over from Alan Sugar on The Apprentice. Really? So that he can say, um, I'll fired. <laughs> Instead of you're that'd be, fired. That would be, be a very good, uh, good thing to see. Because um, he, he's quite a businessman himself, isn't he? He's a businessman. He used to own Harrods. He did. Um, and he, he owns the statue of Michael Jackson, uh, which I think he's took with him now, hasn't he? I don't think they've got that. Outside he was, he was owner of Fulham, yeah. yeah. And he had the statue of Michael Jackson for some unknown reason that he claimed was lucky. Um, it was then removed and the Fulham got relegated. Uh yeah. And where did it go to? Did no. it go to Dubai or somewhere like that? Yeah, but Fulham got promoted now, so it, it must have been unlucky. Because yeah. now, now it's gone, they're back in the Premiership, aren't they? Well, unless he's actually secretly put a statue back there. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, so, so I'm going to say no, he wasn't there, he wasn't invited. You'd be correct. And I probably the, the reasons are probably correct as well, you imagine, aren't they? Uh, I would have thought so, yeah. I think, yeah, when he includes, when he accused Prince Philip of organising a... You know, the, a, a hit on his son or whatever to kill him and Princess Diana. If that's what he did allege, I'm not saying that necessarily is the case, but yes, he did not got a very good relationship with the royal family. Well, it was it was sort of, it kind of went to court in a way, didn't it? The whole accusations so, yeah. and everything, the inquiry into what happened and hmm. so on. Anyway, what... I think one thing I'd sort of say is actually, as, as well as just being invited, um, these were people who attended the royal wedding. Oh, right, I, can't, so I, can't, went... I can't imagine many people got an invite and didn't go. Okay. So it's actually people who were there. I decided not to bother. I can't I can't I can't vouch <laughs> I can't vouch for people who may have been invited but didn't attend. If okay. that makes sense. Uh, so next one, Pippa Middleton. Right, okay. Well well Pippa was the one who stole the show at the uh, Royal Wedding a few years ago, weren't it, when uh, William and Kate got married. Oh Pippa, yeah. Um, well it was her behind that stole the show more than anything else, I suppose. Very much uh, well so so the people said, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, I think she would have been there because she's already part of the royal family, really, isn't she? In a way, oh, well, so. she's, she's only Kate Middleton's sister. I suppose, yeah. Would would so? Well, I'm trying to think about that. If think about your own wedding. Would your yeah? Mm. Hmm. It might be. It might be a bit of a stretch, I suppose, yeah. in that in that sense. Um, Although on the plus side, they were at Windsor Castle, so it probably is big enough. <laughs> Perhaps she was just at Legoland for the day, so maybe could. I'm going to say she went because I. I'm just going to say yeah. They, they they extended the invitations that far. I think you'd be correct. Excellent. This is still the show this time. It was somebody else who stole the show, wasn't it? I won't say who that was in case they come up in your in your quiz. Okay, no problem. We can talk about that one later. <laughs> on, so, um, uh, next one, uh, Chelsea Davy, who is Prince Harry's former girlfriend. Now this is an odd one, isn't it? Because you wouldn't ex- you wouldn't expect to invite your your former girlfriend to your wedding, would you? It depends how close good friends you are, I suppose. But generally, an ex girlfriend to your I think, wedding. I think she was generally regarded as being sort of his first girlfriend who was seen within the tabloids and the papers and all that sort of stuff. And at the time, she was at Leeds University as well. Uh, I believe she was. Yes. Um, She's in Barbie, I think. All right. Okay. Um, I'm 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 going to say she wasn't. I just can't I can't see why you would have your ex-girlfriend at your wedding. It does seem a little bit odd. You're wrong. She was there. All right, okay. So I need to give myself booze for that one. Go on, man. There you go. There's your booze. <laughs> um, so, next one. Arsene Wenger. Arsene, Arsene Wenger, right. Well, he's got a lot more time on his hands, so maybe he's got time to squeeze in a few more weddings. Yep. Was he there in his big coat? Um, too hot, apparently. Too, too hot, hot that time, yeah. Um, uh, Prince Harry is an Arsenal fan. Right, ah, right, okay. 
And he has been an well, he was the Arsenal manager forever, hasn't he? Really, pretty much. In, uh, in, from what I remember in my lifetime, anyway. Twenty odd years, I think exactly. George Graham was manager before him. Yeah. Um, so let's, um, Prince. Would you invite? Would you invite the football? I mean, but it depends whether Prince Harry's an Arsenal Wenger fan or not, because obviously he's got a lot of people who didn't like him towards the end because he was probably there a bit too long. Yeah. Uh, people calling for him to go. I'm gonna say, Arsenal Wenger, maybe, maybe not. No, he, he didn't go. You're right. I'm right, he didn't go. He, he didn't go. Oh, actually, sorry, no. Uh, he did go, but apparently he didn't see it. <laughs> uh, he, no, he, he, yeah, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't there, um, so presumably he wasn't invited. Perhaps he, perhaps he was leaving himself open to uh, go to the FA Cup final on that day, Arsene, but you got knocked out in the third round, didn't you? Yeah, so true, yeah. Maybe not. Um, so we've had Arsene Wenger. What about Fergie? Uh Sir Alex Ferguson, well, I know he's not been too well. He's been in hospital, hasn't he? Uh, no, Sarah Ferguson. Oh, Sarah yeah. Ferguson, fair enough, okay. Uh, what, what could if pre- it was Fergie, I'm sure he'd be there at the, uh, you know, tapping his watch to see what sort of extra time <laughs> would be added on to the end of the wedding. Come on, the speech can keep going, come on. <laughs> I mean, could, could, you know, I'm talking obviously Sarah Ferguson. Um, so do you think Prince... Was Sarah, Har- was Sarah Ferguson uh, printing off her own tickets and selling her own tickets to uh, members <laughs> of the public? <laughs> Probably sounds about right. newspapers yeah. and so on. <laughs> Do you think Prince Harry could have any kind of um, great affinity with Sarah Ferguson, this kind of ginger-haired rebel? Ah. Um, and obviously uh, her daughters would have been there, but as would her ex-husband. Again, I don't I don't know what her relationship with the royal family is because I know she got into a little bit of trouble about selling access to Prince Andrew, didn't she? Who wants to access Prince Andrew <laughs> for a start? Um, he was playing a game of lick, fondle, or... <laughs> so I'm going to go... Snitch. I'm going to go... I think she was there just because she's already sort of in the royal family. Uh, you're correct. <laughs> Albeit she's not really in the royal family. Okay. Um, so next one, uh, James Corden. James Corden, right? Okay, James Corden. Why would James Corden be there? Is he? Well, there was a security cordon, so whether or not that was him, I don't know. <laughs> well, um, James Corden he spends a lot of time in America these days, doesn't he? He does. Uh, has he got anything to do with Prince Harry? Is he? He's a bit. He's one of those. He's one of those celebs, isn't he? Who kind of. He, he's got a lot of friends in the in the business, hasn't he? And he knows a lot of people. Um, I don't think he's got a knighthood or anything like that yet. Might have got an OBE. Bloody hope not. If he's got one, we should have one. <laughs> I'm going to go James, James Corden. I'm going to say I'm going to say no. He wasn't there. You're wrong. He was uh, there. He was. Okay. What was he doing there? Uh, was he entertainment or? I don't know. Perhaps he played carpool karaoke in the horse-drawn carriages <laughs> it came up with Meghan Markle. With it, he should have done it with the Queen. He should have got in the Queen's carriage and done, done uh, yeah. carriage uh, Queen's carriage karaoke or something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, so he could he's... have sang Queen and everything. That'd be a good idea, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, apparently he was there with his wife. I'm not quite sure quite what warranted his, his invite. Perhaps Prince Harry must be a fan of some form. I don't know. Uh, so next up, um, former contestant on Love Island, Camilla Thurlow. Uh, Camilla sounds like a posh name for a start. It does. Um, Camilla's not... It's not That isn't actual Camilla, is it? I can't remember her being on Love Island. Not that I've ever watched Love Island, uh, but I, th- I don't think it'd be a show for, for her to be on. You might be confusing her with Camilla Parker Bowles there. What a, what a great, great show that'd be, though. Forget... Love Island with all the sort of, you know, young, attractive-looking sort of people <laughs> that they have on the show. Imagine that if they just did it with pensioners. Love Island pensioners. Yeah, like Benny Dorm. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine the fun that'd be. That'd be good, wouldn't it? It'd be quite, be I mean, quite heartwarming as well, I suppose, wouldn't it? You know, it's pensioners th- looking for love, maybe some widowers, maybe some who've just never met the right person. It's three um, o'clock in the afternoon and everyone's having an afternoon nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock in the, in the evening and every, everybody's having an evening nap. <laughs> there's plenty going on in the bedroom. 
Yeah, they're all asleep. <laughs> all asleep. <laughs> oh, Derek's got his balls out again. He's a bingo caller today. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be a good show. Um, but Camilla from the from Love Island. Then I, I have no idea who she is, other than the, from what you've just told me. Why? I, but I, Camilla it sounds like a kind of like a smart a smart name. She might be have got on the show because of her connections to the royal family. Sometimes you see this kind of thing on Big Brother, don't you? And mm. shows like that, they know somebody in the royal family, so that means they can go on the show. Let's go. Yes, I'm going to say yes. She was there. You would be wrong. I was wrong. Okay, you made that up. Uh, she was rumored to have had a relationship with Prince Harry. Oh, right, so anyone you've had a relationship can just come to your wedding, is that right? No, no, well, why, no. Why do um, people make those connections? I mean, I, I know that Chelsea Davy went, I'm guessing they might have been long-term friends in that case, but you wouldn't invite everybody you'd ever had anything to do with to your wedding, would you? That'd just be weird. Well, you're the one that said yes to it. Well, only because I didn't know about the bit about oh, right. Prince Harry. I thought they might have just been school friends or something, I don't know. Uh, well, she's, she's, uh, she's university friends of mine. Oh, is she? She, she, okay. lived on, she lived on a corridor above me at university. All right. Did, she, did which, she enjoy your podcast? Uh, she actually would have been there when I recorded The Fish Tank, which is uh, a forerunner to the Waste of Worst Place podcast. <laughs> uh, obviously, we each do our own things aside from this. I mean, for example, yourself, you present a radio show on Penniston FM uh, between 10 and 12. I do. Sunday. It's called... Uh, I don't forget opportunity to mention it on this uh, podcast too often but it's a uh, yeah, Jimbo Sunday brunch every morning uh, between 10 and, and 12pm every Sunday, Sunday morning, morning sorry yeah. not every morning yeah so, uh, yeah. And a very good programme it is too. So yes, she, uh, she's rumoured to go out of Prince Charles, uh, Prince Charles, but yeah, she has got some taste. Uh, she was rumoured <laughs> to have gone out of Prince Harry and uh, she also lived on the corridor above at university and she didn't go to the Royal Wedding. Okay. Uh, so next up, uh, Rowan Atkinson. Mr Bean. Mr now, Bean. Now, I can't remember seeing a yellow mini at the event. Um, Rowan Atkinson, he's, 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 has he got an eyehood, Rowan Atkinson? Oh, I don't think I'm so. Not sure, no. Um... I, I, uh, Tony done, Robinson has, hasn't he? He's like Baldrick. I say, okay. Well, he's done. He's done lots of like events linked to big, big events, hasn't he? Ron Atkinson, like he did the. He was at the um, Olympic opening event, weren't he? In London, uh, yes, if you remember yes. that. So um, maybe he's got quite a lot to do with the royal family. So I'm, I'm going to say yes. You'd be wrong. All oh, right. Okay. Did you just make that one up as well? Uh, he was at William and Kate's wedding. Oh, okay. that's why I, why I particularly chose Rowan Atkinson for that one. Okay. Um, next up, uh, Chloe Maidley, the daughter of Richard and Judy. Um, well, that's quite random to make up. Um, was Richard and Judy there? Um, well, you don't know what's going to be asked next. Uh, okay. I can confirm that, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think they were there. Chloe. Now, she's probably similar age, possibly, to Prince Harry. I believe she's a well-known kind of fitness blogger and that sort of stuff. Yeah, she's done a bit of TV presenting at the time as well. I think she was on she? The Jump and a couple of other things. Yeah. Um, let's go, let's go, yes, for that. She, she went to the wedding. You'd be right, she was. Ah, excellent. Actually, truth be told, I think there's a bit of something to... Did she break some sort of rules? And Did she have her shoulders on show at the wedding or something? I remember seeing something ridiculous that she had her shoulders on show and apparently not supposed to have her shoulders out at a wedding. I don't know. Sure, it was shoulders. <laughs> um, I, I, the, yes, she, she had her shoulder boulders on show. Uh, no, no, sorry. Um, I, I don't know, to be honest. The reason she was there, I believe, is because she is the fiancé of being a rugby player, James Haskell, oh, okay. who I think is, uh, was on the guest list as well. So, next up, we're going to go for Idris Elba. Luther. Luther. Yes. Um, okay. Again, I, I can't think of any obvious reasons why he might have been invited to this wedding. Um, just like James Corden. So, let's go 
with this one, we'll go, yes, he was there. I'm going to keep saying yes yeah. now. There's no reason why he would be there, but yes, I think he was there anyway. <laughs> uh, you're correct, he was there. Okay, any reasons why? Nope, no idea. Uh, it, 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 was, it was invited, as was David Beckham uh, and a number of other sort of sports stars. Well, David Beckham's the one George who Clooney. apparently stole the show, isn't he? A bit like Pip Middleton did on the last Royal Wedding. Beckham always steals the show. Yeah, well, apparently turned looking rather cool, in team, But people were commenting that uh, Victoria didn't look too pleased ever. But I suppose that's just because you can't move a face. Oh, it could, it could be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think he turned up looking glamorous and sexy and gorgeous, and he said, is that one of the fellows from the Waste Web Space podcast? <laughs> uh, but no, it was David Beckham. Okay. Uh, so, final one, um, David Cameron. David Cameron, right, okay. Now, I think I know this one. I think oh, I can I can give a good reason for my guess. I think before the wedding, as a com- differently to sort of William and Kate's wedding, they said that they weren't going to have politicians there. He's not a politician anymore. Well, true, yeah. But I, again, I don't think they'd involve... I, I think they were trying to keep away from the politics side of things. So I, I'd probably say no, um, because I think, the, obviously, there was rumours that... Uh, I think Was Donald Trump a bit upset that he might not be going to the big wedding or something like that? Uh, I can't imagine it, Donald Trump would be remotely upset to do with any news story that didn't involve himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I'm not sure in terms of David Cameron, perhaps to have... Uh, the Obamas went to William and Kate's wedding, didn't they, I think? Uh, um, they did, as did a lot of foreign dignitaries, because obviously he's sort of a future king, yeah. William, so a lot of people from Commonwealth were there. I think... I'm going to stick with my stick with guns and say, no, he wasn't there, because they wanted to avoid politics. But I know you're saying he's not a politician anymore, but he must be in some way. Uh, you'd be correct. There we go. Yeah, uh, apparently there was a hog roast for tea and he just wasn't trusted, <laughs> trusted yeah. around the pig. Um, exactly, he might have wanted a game of uh, <laughs> yeah. lick, sniff or fondle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he wasn't there. Uh, Tony Blair wasn't there, Theresa May wasn't there. The only former Prime Minister, to the best of my knowledge, was there was John Major. Ah, right, OK. I'm, I'm not sure why he was there and other people weren't. There, you, there go. you go. So that's the end of that game. Well done, Jim Bob. Thank you. Not sure uh, how well I did on that particular game today, but did, quite uh, well, huh? did I do all right? Okay. Yeah. Um, next then, uh, well, that's pretty much it, isn't it? We've got that's what we've got time for today. So make sure you celebrate some of those things that we talked about um, for the month of May today. Um, although obviously we are right at the end of May anyway, but make sure you eat plenty of biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um, play along with uh, sniff, fondle, or lick, or whatever the game was uh, at home. If you want, tell us how well you are good are, are at identifying biscuits. Uh, you can tweet us at Waste of Webspace. Uh, wasteofwebspace.co.uk is our web address. Facebookers, we're on there as well. Um, we're not going to contact you for anything, are we? And even nope. even GDPR, we're not going to get involved in all that kind of stuff. No, we don't keep anyone's personal details. We don't even know what our own details are. No, well, well, so. any personal details we ha- we have, uh, we did have, we've we've given away to other people, so it's not our responsibility. Yep. We've already <laughs> sold them, so it's not a problem. <laughs> we don't want any more money for it. You left them on a bus or something, didn't you? Yeah, on a memory stick. Uh, <laughs> I'm a trained politician, so with with a, with a password. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it you can feel free to go onto our website which is www.wasteofwebspace.co.uk we might update it at some point uh, in the future but probably not uh, we've got our Twitter feed at Waste of Webspace we've got our Facebook page and we'll just try and be a little bit more regular we'll try and be a bit more regular I tweeted last night during Britain's Got Talent and I thought I might get a bit of a response from people no one was really bothered <laughs> to have done that but there we go so thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time see you next time